0: Thank you for tuning in to this week's mini-sode. This is the Wilderness Tamer podcast, and I am your host, Connor Purvis. The title of this mini-sode is called Kicking and Screaming, and I see it sees fit only because my wife gave birth to our second daughter this past weekend, and my family's cup runneth over right now because me and Kayla are both blessed. To have all the way up to our great-grandparents, or at least our our children's great-grandparents. So, we're real blessed in that, because some people don't even have their parents, and my heart goes out to them. It really does, because I couldn't imagine that. That has to suck. But anyway, getting into the podcast, I kind of had to flip-flop my scheduling around. Only because it being hunting season, and may, a bunch of my guests are hunters, every, well, I 100% agree hunting takes priority during this time. And Talon and the episode after him with Chase Ford, another good buddy, He, they're going to Illinois to go chase whitetail. Ain't going to say where, because he said he ain't even going to say where, so don't expect him to say anywhere (laughs) where they're at. It's just the state of Illinois. There you go. But they, uh, I didn't want to rush it, and plus I told them I would rather them come back and I'd like to hear their story, because they got a group of guys that they lease property up in Illinois, and they've been doing it for a few years now. And every now and again, one of them guys will come back with a sure enough dandy of an illinois buck and i mean just the average up there is a holy crap that's a huge deer down here in south georgia i mean don't get me wrong there are some bona fide swamp donkeys down here but up there it's just a little bit different so i think that'd be kind of cool when he comes back to hear that story and because that's man you never know if he got in a certain pickle it might help someone out. They hear how he did it or what he did. It might help you out. What I call the discovery channel effect. Hopefully you might learn something. And me too. That's one of the reasons I started this podcast. Is that I want to learn more and I hope that it gets me out into situations more like with my last one, uh, episode four, Water Walker with Sam Bennett. We got up early. We went cooked breakfast on the river by fire and kayaked and had podcast via riverbank or recorded one and it was awesome you could hear birds chirping crows caulking i'm surprised the boat didn't come by but i'm kind of glad it didn't which i, I kind of wish it did it have been kind of cool to hear it but if you listen close you can hear birds chirping in that podcast and that's what i want to try and be and i hope that separates me is that i'm going to be a mobile unit to where I'm not just locked down to some air-conditioned room or have to be. I mean, if I just got to record off my phone, so be it. I and mean, that's what I'm starting out on right now. And it seems to be doing great. Even for the video quality. Now, for the episode after Talon Franks, I was going to have on Chase Ford. But like I said, he's, Chase Ford is part of that hunting group. And they're going up there as well. Now, I thought about bringing them on together I still might, but I think I'm going to kind of separate them out. Just, one, it gives me more content. And, I mean, that's probably the main reason. Just I'll I'll figure it out. We'll see what they think, too. And if it'd be better. Because it is a little bit better talking with two people. Like uh, episode two, uh, The Mighty Coyote with Jacob and Joseph. It's good to ping pong off of people like that. Now, for the people to fill that gap for this upcoming episode this weekend... I have a good friend, Chase Ibera, and I've known this guy for a long time. Now, we've kayaked, and when we started playing football together, i say we met in sports, but once we started hanging out and we realized we were both hunters, or learning to be, I should say, because we would kayak, hunted, fished, everything you could do outdoors, we did it together. And we had a buddy that hanged with us, Austin Gray, too. We called us the Three Musketeers. (laughs) a <laughs> little high school thing we made shirts one time but i'll get into that story later i'll have them on and we'll talk about all our shenanigans but he is a guide down in florida at Maze island plantation now they do everything from quail hunting all the way up to exotic big game now they do have whitetail i mean that's like i said quail to exotic big game throw anything in there between reasonably just a few that he sh- like sent me a list because i was just curious they have red stag elk and follow deer those were just the few that stuck out at first there are plenty more and i'm gonna let him dive into it and i'll let him get into pricing too for those of y'all that are interested and want to go hunting with him because he does a lot of turkey hunting as well he's a real good caller and i'll have him back on during turkey season but like i we're filming this weekend because once november rolls around he's busy i mean it's on like donkey call for him being a guy was always something growing up that i always fascinated over and i sh- if i could go back in time and tell myself like uncle rico you should have went and done it because I feel a uh, big drawn to it, especially out west. I always want to be, or I want to do elk guiding. That's the I mean, I still got plenty of life to do. I'm only 27 years old. So. But Chase is real knowledgeable in the woods. And he'll probably drop some good techniques. Because, like I said, the guys out there in it, 365, 247, 7 Getting feeders ready, stands ready. Getting clients out there. Making sure they're happy and that they actually get a critter. So it's gonna be a real good episode, especially one leading up right up to rifle season. He can drop some pointers and stuff like that. Now, to fill up Chase Ford's episode, I have Kype Coggins coming on. Now, I met Kype in high school through FFA. We grew up together and his Coggins farm fan, or his family owns Coggin Farms. And if you ate a vegetable in the South Georgia, I'd say the southern region of the United States and maybe out in California because they had some farms out there, you probably ate something they'd grown. Now, Cop's a real avid outdoorsman. He goes to Alaska fishing. He has killed some monster whitetail. And we will definitely get into them. Like They had them, the ones he had mounted in his house, I mean, that was the first thing I saw and I was like, nothing but trees. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Now, his podcast is gonna have a bit of a somber note. It's it needs to be talked about. I mean, if something like that happened to me, I'd feel like I'd had the responsibility to at least talk about it, get it out there, to give knowledge to fellow hunters. Because I was just scrolling through my Instagram this morning, and a similar incident to cop. I'm not gonna get into it because I don't want to drop a drop any. spoilers Uh, because I want him to get in it as well I don't want to talk about his event because that will be something you have to process and I don't want him to have to relive it in any way so I'm going to let him guide the rudder on that one and just to drop hopefully to open people's eyes to carry a small medic bag enough with like some gauze and I know this is going to sound stupid, but grab some of your wife's tampons and put in your bag. Because as a hunter, you can get a puncture wound. You don't know from what. If you fall on a cypress knee, something. You'd be surprised what that tampon would do to stop your leaking. Just as, I'd say, a great value redneck medic kit thing. But that, I carry a black cat tourniquet with me and I mean, I hope I never have to use it I know how to use it And I know I made sure my wife knows how to use it as well for some reason if I'm passed out, you know For whatever reason, it's just good to know But anyways, I pretty much just dropped it there, but like I said, I'm gonna let Kyle talk about it and That ain't gonna be all we're talking about. We're really gonna talk about the hunting and fishing and stuff like that and I want it to be a good time, but it needs to be talked about so people are safe because if you're not being safe in the woods you're not only endangering yourself you're endangering others and thus let alone if you got a kid or someone else with you that's younger you're you're teaching the younger generation that oh it's okay you're just out here in the woods no one's watching thus that just permeates the rest of their character like in one of my last podcasts jack of all trades master of none with tyler rayberg the woods will teach you character it has a way of doing it because it'll kick you in the butt and kick, I mean, just kick you in the rear and send you out the door. It don't care. And I think that's what's missing a lot of in this, I'd say, world today. People need to go on a lot more nature walks. And I'm not saying going out there and shooting critters. I ain't about that. I am a strictly meat hunter. If a buck walks out in front of me, I look at him in the same regard as a doe day i want that back strap that's me horns are just a cherry on top you can't eat them and as rifle season kicks off the way it's looking i'm gonna be able to go opening morning because the universe tried to punch me in the eye and made the original due date for my daughter was opening morning of rifle season here in south georgia which i wasn't mad at but I just did get on a 1,500 acre hunting club that's so, that's maintained. It's like a small WMA. I mean, this place is nice. I've talked about it before, but I'm going to keep talking about it. And it's just, I'm grateful that my wife gets how much hunting means to me. And she knows I want to bring her out in it. And she's definitely going to shoot her first deer this year, just in the hopes that she, or I know, and hopes, I know she'll get bit by that bug and want to keep doing it. And hopefully, I want to get her a bow too. And luckily, like I can't remember if I said this earlier in the podcast. The, I'd say I've been blessed with the opportunity that it's going to happen sooner than later. I'm going to be able to get one and get back into it. And get that fire reignited to bow hunt again, and in hopes to bring my whole family into it. Now, uh, for after Kite's episode, just to give you all another little taste of her teasers, I have a gentleman coming on. And for those of you that are in FFA and that know the man who taught us and guided us, he's here by the owl. That's all I need to say, but we're going to get into hunting, conspiracy theories. We'll get into aliens and Epstein. It don't matter. That's going to be an interesting one and a new development. I had a local business that's in Valdosta, Georgia that hit me up or I hit them up and they hit me back or wrote me back. It's going to be late towards the end of October and... They're going to come on the podcast. They, I, ain't gonna, I don't want to spoil them yet. Just so y'all stay tuned. But they deal a lot. With the meat process. Which I pretty much just told you. <laughs> but I ain't going to say who yet. But I'm really excited about that. And I'm really interested to hear the tips and techniques. Because for me. I like to debone the critter myself. And the only time I took meat to a processor was to get sausage made however this year i'm gonna try and take it amongst myself to start being more self-reliant in making my own product but like i said for those of you that can't and just don't have the time this is going to be a great option and then these guys have some great deals they just do not deal with wild game they got beef pork and all kinds of other things too So stay tuned for them. That's going to be a later October episode. So I'd also, I really want to thank everyone who's given me a chance and listening and all the guys that have come on previously and everybody who I've asked to come on the set that's been worthy or willing to, I should say. And everybody I ask, you're worthy, just so you know. (laughs) But thank y'all again. It really means a lot. This is a major passion of mine that I think is finally accumulated Or at least I feel like I've come full circle in my life. Because I've always felt like I've wanted to be, I I know I've always wanted to be outdoors. I just really wasn't sure how to start getting my feet in the, getting put my feet in the water. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this podcast is going to open it up. I just got to get, stay with it, feet to pavement, and it'll pay off. Hard work, hard work on anything will pay off. That's just how it is. So again, thank you from the deepest valves of my heart. Keep listening. There's going to, I'd say, and also six-month goal, I'm going to be having merchandise out. So I'm going to try and have hoodies, toboggans, t-shirts, and a couple other mystery items I'm working on getting for the average wilderness tamer and even up to the hardcore. So be on standby for that thank you for listening to the wilderness tamer podcast i am your host connor purvis i also want to debut my sponsor strive biltong jerky it's top cuts of premium beef air dried that taste amazing i mean they just don't have the regular flavors they actually got that's pleasing palate (laughs) pleasing to the palate flavors now, my promo code is WILD15, and that'll get you 15% off your order. So please, go try it out. It's keto-friendly, 0% sugar, 16 grams of protein per bag. Try them out, guys. A real good, good, lightweight option for when you're out in the woods, taming your wilderness, and you need to keep it light when pounds equal pain.